hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Human Design Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share something really amazing with you. And it's actually one of our new Millions of Millionaires sponsors. So to introduce this body graph chart software that we've been using that's been mind-blowing. So I want to welcome the amazing um, Taylor Dyson, who is my incredible operations manager. Welcome along, Taylor. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. This is actually um, something that we implemented when? Um, April. Yeah. And we were just trialing it out because they'd reached out to us um, in regards to sponsoring the podcast or something like that, wasn't it? And so it kind of wasn't Mm -hmm. even on our radar and we tried it out and we had such low expectations. And then what happened? Well, I remember sending you a message going, Emma, why are we not using this? Because I was mind blown. You know, we get a lot of requests for stuff like that. And, you know, there's new softwares all the time. And I clicked on it, like you said, with very low expectations. And I started looking through what they can do. And I had, I got so excited. You know, the MG in me was like, oh my God, we have to use this. And I saw the potential of it and it has delivered more than expected. It's really awesome. Amazing. Now, before we get into the actual numbers, because I know um, numbers with Taylor is a thing in our business. She loves to share all the all the numbers. Let's just tell the listeners exactly who it's for and what it is. Yeah. So it's a great tool for anyone who uses human design in their business. So if you're a human design reader, 
a human design coach or just someone who uses human design in your business. If you, you know, incorporate it into whatever you do, it's a way for you to embed an actual human design chart tool into your website. So, you know, if you want someone to get their human design chart, you probably send them to an outside platform somewhere, you know, oh, go to this website, put in your details and get your chart, whatever that platform might be. There's a couple big ones. And what's cool about this is that it allows you to put that tool on your own website and it's yours. So when someone comes and, you know, puts their information into your website, they get their chart and then you can hook up, hook it up to your email list, to your newsletter. You can have it linked to your own content. You can customize the reports afterwards that they get, you know, so it's your own descriptions of what, you know, this type is or this profile. So that's kind of what it is. Oh my God, I love it. And it's so cool because I actually remember when Jenna Zoe, because it must be the same software that Jenna Zoe used and before anyone else. Yeah, right. And I was always like, wow, her chart looks so beautiful and it's on her website. That's so cool. So yeah, when we started using it, I was like, this is beautiful. I'm really excited that we can do it. But let's talk hard numbers. Like we have had some serious success with this, um, just adding this to our business. So tell everyone a little bit about the growth that we've experienced through using this. Yeah. So since implementing it into our website in April, there have been over 4,000 people that have downloaded their chart through the website. And that's unique. That's not, um, you know, someone who does it twice because a lot of people will go back because they won't download the PDF or something, or they lost it or misplaced it. That's unique. Um, chart downloads. So it's even more for double for people doing it twice. Um, and it's been really amazing. It's more than tripled the size of the email list. And, you know, you can set up you know, sequences afterwards for people to, um, you know, give them more information and keep everything in-house. Yeah. And because one of the really big things for us is obviously human design made simple. So it gives us the opportunity to um, give our way of teaching human design directly to the people who want it. And I love that. I love that every single person that wants to get their chart, that downloads it, we can then support them on their journey straight away, which is, of course, what you set up because you're amazing to make sure that not only do they get their chart, but they also get this support, free content support that helps them as they're you know, new to human design and on their journey. So beautiful. So how do people access this? What's it, what's it called? And I know that there's a benefit for listeners of the podcast. Yes. So you can go to the link in the show notes, or you can go to bodygraphchart.com. And they have been kind enough to give the listeners of the human design podcast, a 50% off discount for 12 months, which is huge because it's already inexpensive to begin with. Um, and then the 50% discount is going to put it at $25 a month. That's in us dollars. So wherever you are in the world, it'll be, you know, a little bit different, but, um, 50% off for 12 months. And the code is human design podcast. And we'll put that in the show notes too, for everyone. And one of the other things I want to say, that's really cool about this chart tool is that, it's 100% customizable and it actually gives Chiron and the four arrows, which is what a lot of chart tools don't do that. So that's one thing that a lot of people are drawn to when they go to get our chart from our website is, oh, I can get the arrows because of it or my Chiron gates. I love that. It's so cool. So check out the show notes, people get on it because really it is such a powerful and as Taylor says, inexpensive tool, like it paid for itself in the first two days. I seem to remember or first day I seem to remember. So it's so valuable. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to really build your brand and your communication with your clients. So thank you. Go check it out.
Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to the next episode in the Profile Lines podcast series. I'm super excited. Um, for those of you that are watching the video on YouTube, you're going to see that there is a awesome human sitting next to me. Welcome, Taylor. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited because Taylor is here in Australia. For those of you that don't know, Taylor um, is my Taylor Jason. I should actually use you. I never use your surname because I'm always afraid I'm going to pronounce it wrong, which is hilarious. Um, um, is my absolute rock star operations manager. So anyone who has had almost anything to do with me has actually also had something to do with Taylor. So, and today we're here to talk about being a line five because I am a three. And of course, Taylor, do you want to introduce your your profile or at least your human design for the listeners, please? Of course. I'm a 5-1 manifesting generator, sacral authority. Beautiful. So of course, we're here to talk about being a line five. My line five is unconscious. Taylor's is conscious. And I suppose I want to really, we actually had the line five panel in HDX this week, and it was just mind blowing. Even after being in my experiment for seven years, I was like, oh, wow, like, so many things that everyone was saying like really hit home. And um, I think sometimes being a line five, we can be that superhero, but there also can be a real, you know, we we feel like we need to carry quite the burden um, or at least our conditioning would have us think that. So we're going to dive into a couple of those things. For those of you that might be new to human design, what is a line five? Well, the line five is the the line that's sort of referred to as the, the saviour, the superhero, the healer the problem solver. Uh, we have what they call a um, a projection field. And for the line five, it's different to the line two. The line two's projection field, it kind of goes inwards and people project onto them when their energy is ready to come out into the world. For us, people actually project their wounds onto us. So um, we might be accused of things that come very left field or people see things in us that we don't really know that uh, that we don't believe is in us. Um, and that's because we are this mirror. We're this mirror to to the world. And I know even, even growing up, I remember um, both my parents would kind of project whatever was going on in their relationship onto me. I would always say like I felt like piggy in the middle. Um, the line five is also very much a problem solver. Your aura knows, or at least the people around you know energetically. I mean, it's not like they're thinking about it, but energetically they know that you have this power to be able to solve and fix and heal and help. Um, so oftentimes we have to really create some quite important boundaries. So we kind of want to dive into this. One of the big pieces for the line five is um, we also, we really want to be liked. Um, so one of the challenges is that um, in that need to be liked, we we have to um become aware that we probably don't have boundaries and we're probably trying to live up to everyone else's expectations. So I don't know, Taylor, do you want to talk a little bit about expectations? I know that um, this is one of the things that we talked at length about and growing up and maybe even now, do you want to talk about, did you feel like you, other people would expect great things of you or a lot of you? And then how did that make you feel? And what's that journey with expectations been like for you? Yeah, definitely. Expectation was a huge thing for me. And it's, I mean, starting with growing up, I always felt like there were huge expectations on me and a lot of pressures to perform. Um, and I think that those around me saw my potential and the things that I could do for them. 
um, being the line five and also just being an MG, being mm. like an energizer bunny, oh, yeah. combine the two. It's like, yep. Hello, superhero. Yeah. Come over here and help me with this. Um, and I think somewhere along the way in conditioning as what I think is with a lot of line fives, I learned that my value is in my doing and not in my being. Mm. And so that expectation, you know, carried into my adulthood. And I, I think I entered most relationships thinking that the expectation was that I was there to fix or solve all of the problems yeah, and that I wasn't there just to be a friend or a child or whatever the relationship was, or, you know, an employee, Mm. Um, you know, it wasn't just about my being and my value. It was more about like, what can you do for me? And you're here to solve all the problems. And I thought that I had to, that was the, that was the thing. Yeah. I love that. And I totally resonate with that. I even remember being, you know, like, as a teenager, being the one that that fixed all the problems or the infighting within the group, and then all of a sudden being the one that everyone else was pissed off at. And I'm like, yeah. hang a second, you two were bitching at each other. It had nothing to do with me. Um, but, yeah, like kind of get dragged, would get dragged into things. I would go willingly. I will take responsibility. But, yeah, very, very similar to that. Like I kind of felt like it was my responsibility. And I knew from a very young age that I had an ability to, whether it was like, not so much keep the peace, but solve the problem. I always knew that, you know, if there was a crisis, I used to say this all the time, like if there's a crisis, I'm your girl, like that I'm the person that you want to have around. And the the line five very much is very good in those sort of situations when, when a crisis arises. It's like, you know, you've often heard me talk about me having this undefined head and asthma and being like, you know, poof and or a messy head or whatever, but under in under a crisis sort of, um situation all of a sudden everything just goes calm for me and it just works um and i think one of those that one of the things that is also really big for the for the line 5 is of course the like living up to our own expectations i think that that was something for me <clears throat> i felt like it was actually my son and i'm going to say i'm going to say it was probably about uh 5 or 6 years ago um and oh, it wouldn't have been that long because Anyway, when I first, first started to surf and I was like, I said to him, oh, you know, maybe I should go and do the, maybe I should um, just practice and and maybe do the masters, you know, like go and do this competition. Um, And he just looked at me and he was like, why, why would you, why wouldn't you just do it for fun, mum? And I remember thinking, oh shit, like that's an option. I almost didn't realize it was an option, you know, like I had been so used to these expectations being put on me um, that they I'd just taken them on and boom, you know, like then everything was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I have to be good at it, um, which is, by the way, really lucky that he said that because I'm really shit at surfing, but I love it. Um, and I want to talk, so I want to talk about the next piece, I suppose, is um, I w- that I really want to talk about because it was one of the reels on Instagram that I think I got the most feedback for and when I was doing the the line number reels, um, I did a little voiceover for each of them. And the line five one was really all about, you know, we love to support you. We love to listen. We love to help you. We want to be there for you. However, can you please like just give us that time, give us that attention to give us that support as well? Um, because as a line five, it can feel really lonely. I know, um, and I joke a lot about it now, but when I moved out of home, in fact, it wasn't moving out of home when I was moving in with a, a different friend, 
um, we literally moved in together because, and I wish I'd known our design back then. That was a long time ago, but um, because she was always there for everybody and I was always there for everybody, but no one ever listened to us. So we joked for ages because we worked together we should move in together because then we'd finally have someone to listen to us. And that's exactly what happened. You know, we'd come home, we'd put our Ugg boots on and we'd literally just listen to each other in their day. So I think that that's a large piece of being a line five as well, like helping to educate those around us and making sure that we're supporting ourselves with people that, that know that about us. But do you want to talk a little bit to your journey um, of this and how, being a line five can feel a bit lonely because you feel you're that person that is always there for everyone else. Um, but but oftentimes until we wake up and we wake up to our own self-worth and that we can have boundaries and that we deserve the same in return, um, that sometimes that journey, like it kind of can smack us in the face a few times before we get it. Do you want to talk a little bit to that? Yeah, 100%. And what you said at the end is super powerful about it's a really a journey of learning to ask for what you need, Mm. because I think that's the whole like victimhood piece about it is as a line five, you're always there for everyone and no one's holding the same space for you. And it can kind of feel like, well, when's it my turn? Yeah, You know, poor me, I'm not getting the same support that I'm giving everyone else, but it's a journey of learning boundaries and then asking for the support that you want instead of internalizing it and being like, oh, well, nobody cares about me. That's been my biggest lesson within it is like people aren't mind readers mm. yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telepathy is on the rise, but yeah. you know, we have to ask for what we need and and demand almost demand the kind of support that we want in return for all that we give. That is so, so true. Absolutely imp- so true. And I really love that there's this piece like we have to learn to ask for what we need, you know. And I think the line five um can you just live in that victim state. And it is the journey of the line five. Let me be clear. If you have a line five, you want to get super honest with yourself because at some point to become the hero, to become the one that wants to have the power, the impact, the the leadership, it has to come from this place of waking up from victimhood, you know? I mean, I look at my journey, my mental health journey, and I was absolutely stuck in victimhood and I would look to everyone else. Why does it work for everyone else? Why is everyone else better? Why is this? Why is that? Why is this happening to me? And it's like that ultimate victimhood. However, the moment I started to wake up, I didn't even have to like get it all. The moment I could get those little pieces of, hang on a second, I have the power, um, then everything shifted and changed. Everything evolved. And that's when I really stepped into the, the power of my line five. So this is also that piece, like just be aware that There is a part of you and and all humans are going to be on this journey at some point, but it's actually super important for the line five because it's that healing piece. You know, the line five is here to to help others heal. Um, What advice would you give to uh, parents of a line five? Yeah, um, for that, I would say most importantly, I think I think I want to say two things because I can't pick just one MG energy. Of course. Um, the first one is to listen to them, like actually ask them how they're doing. Mm. Take the time to hold space for them and ask, like, how was your day? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Do you want to talk about anything? Is there anything that you need? And really giving that listening energy without um, then feeling the need to control the situation or try and like fix it or overtake. Um, and then the other one is just to let them be human and imperfect yeah. because I think that that helps with the whole, you know, your value being put in your doing instead of your being. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, you know, if you're allowed to feel like you're allowed to be imperfect and make mistakes, then there's not so much of the conditioning around the expectation is that I need to be perfect 
yeah. and all those other things. Yeah, it's so true. We we had a big discussion about perfectionism in the in the panel. Um, and you'll be able to buy that whole thing. It's there for you to go and buy if you want to. Um, if you're curious about being a line five, that's what you need to look for. Um, yeah, it, it, I think that's so important. And the other piece that I just want to add is like, remember that if there's a line five in your household and as a line five in a relationship, one of the girls um, in the group, Nicole, made such a great point. Like you want to have this discussion, especially with your um, your partner, let's say, if you're a line five and not in the heat of the moment, just being aware, like you just need to understand that you're going to project your stuff onto me, you know, and I know that it's been a massive journey for me where I actually was like, God, I genuinely always thought it was me. I thought I was the one that was in the wrong. I was the one making the mistake. I was always focused on fixing me. Um, and then that the whole line five thing, I'm like, holy crap, it's just being, cause it had always felt like it wasn't me. It had felt like it was being projected onto me, but being a, you know, a diligent personal development, uh, um, you know, seeker, journeyer, whatever the word is, I was always so like, okay, it must be me. You know, it's me. I can take back my power. So I think the first thing is to have that conversation, whether it's your, um, uh, your partner or those close to you have the conversation before you're in the heat of um, of a challenging conversation. Um, and then the other thing I want to say about parenting is make sure that you're aware that you're projecting your stuff onto your line five kids. Cause I think that's the biggest piece being a line five for me. Like um, I grew up really, really fast and I'm so sure because I felt like I was, inverted commas, solving adult problems from a young age, thinking they were mine, but they actually weren't mine. Um, so that would be what I would love to throw into the ring. Is there anything else you want to add to being a line five? Um, I think just that, like you said, being aware that people are going to project their stuff onto you mm-hmm. and controlling how you react to it. Because I think that's the biggest thing is that I know for so long for me, I wanted to isolate and shut down, like almost shut down that part of me, but it's a part of your aura. You really can't shut it down. You real, I tried to. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so did I for a long time. I think it's, you know, an acceptance thing, coming to acceptance that that is, you know, part of your superpower and controlling your reaction to it because that's it. Because you can't control other people, but you can choose choose how you want to respond. Yeah, I love that. And just to to sort of go on from that as well, like it is a superpower. You know, like it's a fucking superpower. Um, so you need to treat it with that respect. You need to treat that ability that you have. Like, you know, we've just been joking. We had so much to get through this week, and especially while Taylor's out here in Australia. Um, and it felt really daunting because I had a massive week. I had lots on. And literally we smashed it, smashed it. Um, and the first thing, you know, I, I said to Taylor, God, that was quick. And she's just like, of course, you know, that's the line five MG, Right. So really making sure that you're valuing this superpower that you have because you're on the planet to use this to lead, to to change lives, to do all those things, to have a big impact. Yep, that's all the line five stuff. But making sure you're not getting caught up in um, the needing to be liked or the, well, I just have to do all the things for everybody else so then I feel like I'm not going to get rejected or um, being the victim. These are all the things that are going to hold you back from that greatness that that really lies within you. So. That's all from us. If you want to learn more, you know what to do. Either go to HDX or go check out the links for the Being Aligned 5 in the show notes. And, um, yeah, that's all for me. 
Thanks for thanks for being with me, Taylor. Thanks for having me right next to you. I love it. Just stay forever, yeah? <laughs> I will. I love it. Thanks, everyone, and I look forward to having you or seeing you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also bonus points could you leave a review for me as well on apple it would be greatly appreciated if at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast by all means get on my socials and dm me everything you need is there in the show notes have an awesome day bye for now